welcome to another episode of Quanta Cafe. My name is Paul Gilbert. I'm the CEO of Quanta, uh, based in Toronto, Canada. And today I'm extremely honored to have uh, with me Professor Michael Fabarotti. Michael is, a, a, again, another good friend of mine, and we've known each other now for a number of years. We've met in different places, including Nigeria. Uh, he's a Nigerian educational administrator and a professor of agricultural engineering. He was the former vice chancellor of Obafemi Awalolo University. And after that, he was also the secretary general of the committee for vice chancellors of Nigerian universities. So you were working with all the other vice chancellors, I think for maybe more than 30 universities in, in Nigeria. And over his career, he's been uh, given multiple awards, including the Nigerian Institute of Building Award, the Nigerian Society of Engineers Merit Award, um, the 40th anniversary OAU Distinguished Alumni Award, which is, I think that was probably a big deal from uh, OAU. Um, and uh, I think more recently has been spending a lot of time trying to, to, to work with not just his own university, but other universities around Nigeria to, to, to raise the standard, to take best practices from around the world. And you know, we've been working with you to, to, to work on a project at uh, OAU which I hope, you know, after this horrible period will come to life. But, uh, but, but thank you so much for joining me, Michael. How are you doing? Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, so the conversation I wanted to have with you, Michael, really is about uh, engineering education and, and research capacity building. You know, we've, uh, as, I, as I mentioned, we've mentioned, we've met in various places around the world. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe to get things started, you know, because we've had lots of conversations, so I know you pretty well. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, what, what got you interested in engineering in the first place? And maybe a little bit about your background, how you ended up at OAU. <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you very much. Um, my, my father uh, in his lifetime was a teacher. And um, I mean, for us, yeah, that's, that's some, some privilege being the the son of uh, Patricia. So uh, I, I started school you know, just at six o'clock, at six, uh, at age of six, and uh, and then went on to, to, the, to the secondary school, uh, not too far from my my hometown, which is in the southwestern part of Nigeria. And while we were in that school, we used to ascribe you know, several roles to ourselves, and. Um, my colleagues believe that I should be a doctor, and so they used to think that I'm the doctor of the class. Uh, <laughs> being the best student. But I knew within my mind that I am not, I don't like biology. I'm not good in the biosciences. Uh, I, I know I'm, I'm more interested in, uh, you know, what we call in the higher school than mass, mass physics, which is for engineering. And uh, so, uh, but strangely, I wanted to be a chemical engineer. Um, just because I've interacted with somebody from the oil industry in Nigeria, and, and I thought it was a great uh, course. But as luck we have it, in the admission process, I was offered agricultural engineering. And incidentally, a year before, I had gone to um, an exhibition, a, a, an agrifair fair in, uh, in our school, mounted by the ministry, but they brought a machine that was invented at IFE. A uh, yam pounding machine by one of our uh, old professors, who is still alive, I think he's 89, going 90 now. And I was so fascinated that there could be a machine that would do such uh, a process. And so when I learned 
I was offered a Greek engineering. I said, well, maybe that's fate because I was interested in doing exactly what that man had done. And so that was the beginning of interest. And of course, I attended um, a secondary school, what we call a comprehensive school, where we learned things about technical drawing, woodworks, mm -hmm. metal fabrication. And so uh, the, the background was there uh, to be able to read engineering. And I, I, I quite enjoyed reading engineering at TIFA. Well, I know in talking to your colleagues at uh, OAU about your contribution to the ag agricultural engineering program, I mean, I don't want to make you sound to, to, to be very old, but you have had many years and contributed quite quite a bit to the to the study of agriculture. Like, what 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 are some of your kind of fondest memories of things that you developed and designed in the, for the agricultural community? Yeah, look, you know, agricultural engineering is about rural development. It's about rural transformation, and um, I have never regretted being an agri engineer. No, not for a single day. Um, my undergraduate project was on um, a, a machine that we pulverized, that we sort of break um, agricultural materials into you know smaller components. And uh, we normally call it the hammer mill, and it was so fascinating for me. And my colleagues in the university will always come to see me when I'm doing the testing. And um, I, I felt it was my first introduction to machine design, and it was very exciting. Uh, it went on to win awards, got with, uh, you know, presentations by the Nigerian Society of Engineers and, and so on. And I mean, we wrote a paper from it. So by the time I, then I did my master's, under uh, the guidance of uh, the, the man I mentioned earlier, Professor Mark Conjola. And it was also very exciting. Uh, that one, I tried to work on um, a rotary slasher uh, for cocoa uh, plantation. And it, it, it also was very good. It, it was an A-grade uh, uh, work. So by the time I got to Newcastle upon time for my PhD, um, I, I saw that the, the, the faculty was struggling. I mean, they were really you know, urging themselves to uh, so, I mean, one of them to get me on. And eventually, I fell into the hand of a very old and highly experienced uh, man, Professor J.R. O'Callaghan, who had uh, been everything in the UK agricultural system and the Commonwealth, and came back uh, you know, to, for service. And he was quite, uh, I mean, uh, excited to take me on. So uh, that was the big launch for me. And um, so my background at IFE, was uh, I was very proud of it because I mean I was not just coming in as somebody who didn't know what he was going to do, but somebody who mm -hmm. was uh, you know quite matured and, and knew what uh, the profession was all about, and so it's, it's been like that. Well, I, I have to tell you, you know, I've, I've been around the world to so many universities uh, in my career, you know, working for Quanta. I've never had that hospitality. Um, that I that I experienced when I came to Ife and I came to your university, <laughs> you took me to your your special guest house. And when I went to the faculty club, I think so many people from around the campus, not just engineering people, but yeah. the people from multiple history department, English department, yeah, they came about, to visit us yeah. and welcome us to the campus, which was which was <laughs> very nice. And, and 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 you know, for for everyone listening here, you know, Ife is what about five hours from Lagos by car. Yeah, five. It's a five-hour drive, and it's not an easy drive. It takes some time to get there, and you have your facility, uh, you know, in in uh, 
uh, with, with a wall around it, there's a lot of land. So when students come to your university, maybe you can share with everybody the, some of the fundamental principles of OAU. It's for everybody, right? It's not it's not for the wealthy. Yeah. It's for any. so maybe you could, could explain that a little bit. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, things have changed a bit in Nigeria now, but um, in the in this uh, OAU started in 1962. It's, it's a it's a countryside university. Ifleife uh, is not uh, terribly urban, but it's a big city. It's like the the origin of the Yoruba race. Uh, we have the big chief, the owner of FIFA, you know, uh, living, you know, not far from uh, the university and always wanted to involve the university in whatever they are doing. So, um, if, uh, you know, we, we, we talk about the IFE experience and everybody knows in Nigeria and perhaps in some other countries that the product of IFE are very confident, are very sure of themselves and they're always very okay. prosperous. And we sing, we shout, great IFE, great IFE, but you know, I've come to realize that the environment gives you that confidence, gives you the, right. the ability to be able to exist anywhere in the world. I mean, I, I guess it's because the, 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 the city is not too urban, and so everything is on campus, and you have to take care of your life, you have to get everything, and so it develops the total person. And, and so when you talk of the frontiers of industry in Nigeria, especially in the engineering aspects, electronics, I mean, the guidance of IFE dominates everywhere in terms of innovation to the economy and, and so on. You know, new uh, apps in, in, in fintech, in um, other ways of life. Uh, the, the IFE products are always at the commanding eyes of, of, of industry. And, and, and so um, we, 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 we tend to ascribe a lot of pride to having you know, passed through IFE. And, and, and that's something that uh, goes for the uh, university. In those days, as I was saying, there were foreign students aplenty from all over the world, not just from Africa. In Africa, you have from oh, South really? Africa, and co. And so it, it, it was a fraternity, I mean, a, a global fraternity that you have, you know, uh, lecturers from Pakistan, from India, from the UK, from the US. There were a lot of questions. And we also have the, the Yoruba acculturation program that brings some students from the United States who come on exchange program. And, and, and that's something that is still on till now because IFE is great in the arts, in, in, in sculpture, in everything. And, and so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a place that people want to, to visit and to experience uh, the, the real traditional life of Nigeria. Yeah, I mean, really, it, it, it's a beautiful, big, as you said, country campus. And, and uh, it's, it's one of, I think, about 30 uh, national universities or publicly funded universities. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's, it's recognized as probably the leader uh, of, yeah. of, of, yeah. of the university. So you influence maybe 30 more universities across across the country. And your philosophy, yeah. like I said, is to bring in people. You don't charge a lot of money yeah. to do the education. No. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's, on, it's on merit. And, and you yeah. build yeah. the confidence within yeah. there. You've done some really amazing things at OAU. I'd like to maybe talk about the Tech Park Initiative, which which has made a difference. What was the driving force behind that? And what, are you, what have you been hoping to achieve? Yeah, you, you know, in, in spite of the scenario that I've painted, we have been able to catch a niche for OAU in terms of assessing grants and, I mean, showing the pathway for development. As far back as 2005, the Carnegie Corporation came 
and went through several universities and they were looking for universities to fund. And when they got to OAU, the unions were very strong and they said, oh, no, 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 these are World Bank uh, uh, apologies and uh, they don't want them. In fact, they had advised the World Bank not to come to OAU because, I mean, the, the staff are too radical and they will not allow them. So <laughs> when the Carnegie Corporation decided to come and through through when they come, they gave them a very tough time. But at the end, what he said is that, look, we are very confident now that whatever we give to this university, there is a critical mass of people who will make sure that it is just justifiably utilized. And that was what happened. We got the three consecutive renewals from the Carnegie Grant to the full, no shortages. Unlike some other universities, some dropped out, some got less as we had nine years of impact, and that was the beginning of uh, a turnaround because from 1980 to 2000, things were very bad for Nigeria. It was mm. call it turbulent period, the years of the Holocaust. And so the recovery picked up in 2000, and I must ascribe part of the success to uh, the Partnership for Higher Education, uh, which includes Carnegie Corporation, uh, Ford Foundation, MacArthur Foundation, Bill, I mean, Gates, about seven of them, uh, the American, uh, you know, big seven uh, that came around. Of course, there were also grants, uh, you know, from CEDA, uh, also from uh, DFID, the British Council, and Swedish agents. But the impact of the Carnegie Corporation was um, more. And by the end of three years, the World Bank came with proposals to set up centers of excellence. And OAU were able to get into it. Three years after, they upscaled the Center of Excellence. And that was when the idea of a technology park came as a, a, a means of transferring knowledge from uh, the, the laboratories, I mean, to the outside world, to the industry. And we, we, we had a number of uh, uh, collaborators uh, from the industry um, that wanted it to, 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 go, to take off. But you know, uh, you can have big dreams but you cannot really determine who is going to succeed you in a position. Uh, since 2012, I left, I mean, my tenure was five years because it's standard five years in federal universities in Nigeria. I finished my tenure in 2011. Unfortunately, uh, the people that followed from 2012 to, I would say 2017, 2018, did not continue with the dream, the big dream that we have, the big ideas that we had. And so mm -hmm. things went down in it. But luckily, we had somebody else coming in in 2017. And just about that time, another grant was, uh, was in the offing. And that's where we now, that was to um, upgrade the old technology park that we had, the Oak Park. Uh, I must say that in spite of all the challenges and abandonment that we suffered in the Holocaust time that I said, the head of the old park distinguished himself. And that was Shola that uh, you met. Shola, it was yeah, yeah. He did very well to be, to justify the World Bank believing in that project. Out of the 10 centers of excellence in Nigeria that started in 1915, that was adjudged to be the best in terms of performance. The World Bank, we ordinarily don't want to allow funds to be spent on capital projects like building, but they made an exception. And I think you came and you saw 
It's really really amazing having listened to yeah. all the challenges. And it's not just the buildings, the infrastructure, the laboratories, things were inside. So I, I, our plan is that we are going to upgrade and add more uh, to this uh, equipment and things uh, by our I mean, collaboration uh, with, with, your, with your good self, your company that, that is coming. And uh, the, the, the LEAP engineering network that we want to uh, use to change engineering education and design in Africa. This is what I mean, you know, um, as I said, I mentioned, I, 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 you know, I, I, I see people all over the world. And when I, when I get to your campus and I see the tech park, I see what's been achieved knowing the challenges you've had over the years to get there and then remember you you had your students some master's students present to me some of their projects okay okay yeah that's and, and it was it was fascinating you've got a mini incubator there they got proof of concept yeah. you've got yeah. students who are aspiring to do something interesting and new and novel yeah. and then there's this this the other thing that you want to do is this is dependence on foreign engineered products doesn't make sense but for everything because it's too expensive you need to find ways to develop products that are affordable for yeah. um, you know, agriculture for engineering for communications in nigeria and what you've exactly. done is is build this yeah. this it, it's a center of hope i would call it a center of hope yeah you yeah. want to expand to to uh, you know the other the other universities so it's a really exciting uh no, I really, I'm, 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 I'm happy. I'm proud that uh, I mean, from the center, we were able to have at least six spin-off companies that six, yeah. you know were, were coming out. And I mean, their their products are quite uh, very exciting. I mean, when we displayed, a lot of people don't even want to believe that those things were made uh, at IFE, and, and so that's the pride. And that that is the hope that we, if we are next. The creativity of the young ones, then we can really turn things around. And um, uh, and the beauty is that that center cater for students from all over West Africa, not just Nigeria alone. I mean, there were 30, 37 foreign students in that uh, program. That's right. You'd be coming from other parts of Africa, right? Yeah. So we are trying to build on that. I mean, the new uh, arrangement so that we have more and more African students uh, coming to benefit from the experience, so that uh, the, the leadership that people uh, as to uh, Nigeria can truly be, I mean, so, 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 so if you think about moving forward, there's always the issue of funding. Financial support is always going to be an issue. Yeah. yeah. Aside from that, what do you see as some of the biggest challenges that you face in Nigeria and even Western Africa in terms of uh, getting to the point where you can compete on a global scale with the engineers from other parts of the world? Yeah, you know the the, the 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 one of the greatest challenges is um, to have engineers who are very very good in their trades. I mean, they didn't just know the fundamentals, but in terms of practice, in terms of engagement wow. with society, with the industry, I mean, they, they should be readily there. And 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 that is the purpose of the the new program that we are bringing up. We want to ensure and. Part of it is that even engineers that are already in practice, we are going to have short, short courses for them to retrain them and you know to change their perception, their perception of themselves and of the practice. Uh, because if we are still poor, if we are still hungry, 
And if we are seeing a lot of diseases, then we can question what is the essence of our knowledge? What is the essence of our scholarship? And, and so we feel that this is a big challenge that we must, we must confront. And in doing that, we, we, we want to believe more in ourselves, but leverage partnership with our colleagues and friends who can give us uh, the support. One major problem that we have to confront is how to change the political system to appreciate the drivers of development to which we must direct funding. There are you know, too much wastes in the system and there is still corruption. And we have to use technology to confront this effort way. And some of the things that the young ones are developing gives us hope that we can move along. The, 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 the FinTech industry in Nigeria with a lot of hubs. I mean, it's amazing, it's astounding what, I mean, the pace at which they are doing things now. And, you know, that gives a lot of hope that we can clean up the mess of the corruption gradually and, and get us moving. And use technology to kind of highlight that and, and eradicate it. Are you getting a lot of help from uh, industry in terms of supporting the practice of engineering to have students have maybe internships or projects they can work on? Yeah, I mean, the industry, they, they are ready. There are a number of impediments. For instance, how do we incentivize industries so when, I mean, they contribute, I mean, some cap, uh, capital, they can get some things for their own. How can they take advantage of the, uh, the knowledge system to advance also themselves and their products? So, um, it's, it's, it's not at the stage where we are, where, where what we want right now, uh, because the industry themselves, they are suffering. They, are, they have a lot of challenges. They have to provide their own water. They have to provide their own life. They are like a government on their own to be able to survive because the power system, the power infrastructure in Nigeria is not you know, what it ought to be. And until we crack that problem, that we see the, I mean, a lot of problem with the change and, and development. So, but we are harnessing this collaboration with industries. I mean, they are very interested. And I mean, the younger ones really, they are, they are quite, and the, the fact that a number of people who dominate the space are OAU graduates, I mean, gives us a leeway to be able to, I mean, get them on board. And I mean, to ensure that planning is part of the process and to have an effective triple LX system the academia, the government, and the industry. The Nigerian Economic Summit Group is, is very vital. And we, we are in, in, in good collaboration so that, I mean, we use them to test uh, the ideas from the industry and their demands. And right now, the, the curriculum of all Nigerian universities is being revamped. And this is in response to the cries of the industry about the mismatch, this disconnect which was the basis of our upgrade of the Oak Park. That mm -hmm. project is to fill that gap so that graduates of engineering and other professionals come out and they can solve problems of society rather than you know, just uh, I mean, being theoreticians and so on. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's right now, when, when, I, when I think about all the challenges you face and all the things that you put in place, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a slow process. We know from getting the funding flowing is, through to make the projects happen. It, it, it does take a lot of time. So you have to have a lot of patience. How did um, the pandemic impact 
you and OAU oh. and Nigeria in general? Yeah, both uh, negatively and positively to some extent. Uh, the negative part was that um, the, the, the country response was not as robust um, as it ought to be because the health system is not as um, as uh, as good as it ought to be. Uh, but somehow, I mean, and I think even to uh, the scientists, they are still baffled why we, we don't have much uh, of, 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 of the problem of uh, the, the, the pandemic. Uh, I mean, at the start of it, most of the countries evacuated their staff from their embassies, thinking that, um, I mean, everything was going to crash down. I mean, generally in Africa, but also actually in Nigeria because of the large population. But I mean, all the incidents that we've had now is just about, it's less than 500,000. And the deaths are just um, probably about 120,000, I mean, as low as that. I mean, yeah. India is uh, having, you know, almost half a million every day now. I mean, so yeah. we, have, we have been spared. But the disruption, when, you know, we locked down, affected education, people could not go to school, and the, the response to online system was, was not immediate. Particularly the government institutions were not capable, but the private universities responded very well. But now that things have eased a bit, it's so amazing that um, it has forced the system to adopt online learning. Because really, like if like we decided not to bring in the students so as not to complicate the reemergence, the second wave and the third waves. So we ask students, just I mean, only the final year students, because of their engagement with projects, were brought in and then scattered in the various uh, um, halls of residence. The bulk of the students were learning from home. And that forced our younger colleagues and everybody to adopt online and people had to prepare. And, and it's amazing how they've responded to it. Of course, somebody like me, I mean, I've been ready for online uh, system, I mean, way back since I came back to Israel. But I'm so happy that it has forced all the others, uh, I mean, to do so. And so we have been able to manage the system, manage the situation very well. Uh, the end of uh, the, this semester is, is, is coming now. I'll show that the exams and then we start another semester. So uh, that's a positive way that it has forced us to adopt a sort of blended learning approach and tilting more towards online uh, learning system. Yeah, because I know, I know in talking to you in the past, you were kind of frustrated that a lot of people didn't want to go down that path because it's too much work, it's a lot of effort, project-based blended learning. <laughs> and, and now it was, it was forced upon you. So it's actually, it's, it's actually happening now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was um, thinking about uh, some of the more challenging you know, research developments that need to happen for your, for your environment over there. What are the kind of areas that uh, OAU is investing in, in terms of you know, research and education? What are the subject matters and the, the, the thrusts that you're working on now? OAU is basically an agrarian university. And I think the strengths in OAU are in agriculture, 
food processing, ICT, and drug production. Uh, and, and that's what a study uh, you know, that uh, gave us the direction for the uh, technology park, uh, I mean, revealed. And that has largely remained. I mean, OAU law is also, I mean, very good. Um, OAU uh, education is also very good. But those are the main areas. And so um, we, we feel that we should strengthen those uh, you know, subject areas and continue to excel. Uh, incidentally, um, our, our, our local agency, uh, TED Fund, which has been responsible for providing funding for universities on a bigger scale, because the idea is to uh, tax companies, uh, I think it's about 2% of their uh, profit is now deployed to the higher education institutions uh, for their development, particularly mm -hmm. in infrastructure and, and, and so on. So we, we advocated, and more and more of that fund is going to research. And so, the runs of uh, research applications for national projects came recently. And OAU did very well in terms of the number of uh, successes. In fact, we have a, a project in the department on uh, harnessing uh, technologies for drying and dehydration. I mean, to be able to uh, you know, make sure that farmers. So the direction is, I mean, to more in agriculture, more in the pharmaceutical sciences, and also, I mean, developing more of ICT so that uh, it can spread to uh, all other areas. And then, of course, our department, in addition to agriculture, adding value to our products, food processing, uh, preservation, and, uh, and, and, and so on. You know, the thing, Michael, you always amaze me. You know, despite all of the challenges that you've had, you're still smiling. You're still looking at the future for OAU. You're still looking at amazing ways that you can develop the youngsters and, and, and incubate new companies. You have a national vision, a local vision, and, and, and a departmental vision. You know, the, you know the kind of areas that your university needs to be working on. You know, it's a, it's a pleasure to, to know you. It's a pleasure to learn so much about you. And, and hopefully our project will, will move forward. Um, I, I'm, you know, with you driving it, I'm 100% I'm certain it will. Uh, so. Please give my best to Shola and Soji and all the other people that I know at, at the UFA. And, and thank you so much for joining me in this conversation. It was a it was a real pleasure. Paul, well, thank you very much. Um, I mean, working with you has been uh, a great inspiration. I mean, when we were developing the the, 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 the uh, research proposal for the projects, it was amazing. I mean, the the, the responses and the traffic of our conversation and emails and um, I, I was I was never in doubt that the project was going to make it because I mean we really you know came out well in preparing something that was addressing a, a challenge that people could appreciate and were ready to support and, and and that was what happened. So I'm looking forward to it that we are going to make something good out of it and that yeah. will, will be part of getting us ready for the Africa we want. And yeah, I, 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 that's but that that's always been on your mind is that that notion of creating something special. special. You you don't want to just create it; you want to be an inspiration for others to make that happen. And you know, OAU is a leading leading institution in Nigeria. It's it's for the Western Africa, and I know you travel a lot to get the ideas, you know, and share the ideas about you know what yeah. best practices are. You know, 
you know, I mean, just this last week we had the conference of ag engineers. Uh, it was a global event, and um, the feedback, the comments was amazing because people didn't even believe that we could have such over four days. The first day was for two very good workshops by you know people's comments, and they were so amazed that over the four days people hold the international audience help. I mean, help bound, and I mean. From uh, the Commonwealth Secretariat, from uh, Royal Engineering Society, who support you know, student program because we try to organize quiz competition for students in Africa. Oh, okay. Everything was so amazing, and um, uh, it, 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 I, I was I was quite very happy at the outcome because we've been able to awaken our colleagues in ag engineering as to what we can do, what we can offer, and I'm I'm very optimistic about the future that. Um, we, we shall get to our destination uh, one day, gradually. Well, well, I can, I can, I can feel that optimism, you know, from you flowing through other people that I've met over there, and you know, the the excitement when when they see the technology that's going to make a difference to them. Uh, but you know, honestly, you are an inspiration, Michael. It's it's fantastic to have you. Thanks, thanks very much indeed. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.